everybody and welcome to the Next Level Remote Podcast, where you get hands-on, no fluff and straight to the point quick tips on how to improve your everyday remote work routine, skyrocket your productivity and make the very best of your life when working online. I am your host Denise May, remote professional of 10 years and founder of the blog Digital Nomad Soul where I help other aspiring remote professionals and digital nomads on their path to a location-independent life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Today's episode is the second part of the mini-series on how to start a remote career while still working in your full-time job. Here I give you the best and hands-on tips on how you can juggle both without going insane. And in case you have missed it, the first batch of tips you can find in last week's episode, which is episode number 26. Today is the second part and the third part will be going live next week. And that means there are quite a few things to cover. So let's continue and go straight in with tip number one. And that is prepare your week. So juggling a full-time job and working on a new career, taking care of your social life and a household and maybe even taking care of kids, all of that is not easy at all. So make sure you sit down once a week, most people use Sunday evening for that, and schedule all of your tasks and appointments for the upcoming week. On top of that, check your calendar for the next day every evening to get an overview of what you have to do the following day. This will help you stay organized and not forget anything important. And in case you won't be able to complete a planned task, reschedule it for another day. If you want to learn more about scheduling and my personal best practice, check out episode number four of the Next Level Remote podcast, where I talk in detail about scheduling and give you tips and all of that. So tip number two for how to juggle a remote career and a full-time job is make food plans. I know this sounds super simple, but well, food is a big part of our lives, right? So Many people spend quite a bit of time thinking about what they can eat for lunch the next day or what they will have for dinner tonight. And this results in not only time that you spend thinking about it, but also additional trips to the supermarket and preparing everything. So just try to avoid those time wasters and plan your meals ahead. This will not only save you time, but also money. And it can even be healthier since you avoid spontaneous frozen pizzas or trips to fast food restaurants or something like that because you don't know what else you could eat and this is just the quickest choice. Tip number three is cut down on daily commutes. Now, since we're talking about saving time, you can also try to reduce your daily commute times. This will not work for everyone, but maybe there is a chance that you can start working at your full-time job earlier and leave the office earlier too, to avoid traffic jams during the peak hours. That would give you some more time to work on your remote career in the evening. Or maybe do it the other way around. Maybe you can start your work in the office later and finish later as well. That way you could get tasks done in the mornings and you could avoid peak hours during tra- uh, for traffic jams. Check this for your own situation and see if that could work. Tip number four is extend your work day. Now you finally leave the office after a long day of work, you come home and what happens? You end up on the couch, you have a snack, you are way too unmotivated to get up again and work on your business. 
try to avoid that trap by extending your work day. And by that, I mean, after your normal job, you head straight to a co-working space or a coffee shop or your home office or wherever you usually work from. And you don't take a break where you shut down entirely. Use the motivation and the energy that you hopefully still have from your day job and continue with your remote work. Tip number five is get up early. I know that many of you will hate me for this tip, but get up early to get more stuff done in the mornings. Many of the most successful people in the world use this trick too. They, de- they get up about two to three hours before they head to their normal job to do things like exercise or answering emails or read the latest industry news. This also goes for weekends too. And trust me, I love sleeping in too, but if you get up early, you can get or you can work without distractions like phone calls or kids because everyone else will still be asleep. You will get so much done in the morning and once it's noon, you will be surprised and you will be wondering how much you've actually got done in those last couple of hours. If you struggle with this, check out episode number nine of the Next Level Remote podcast, where I talk about bulletproof ways, how to get up early in the morning, even if you're not a morning person at all. Tip number six is find the right sleeping hours. Another tip that sounds very simple, but is also very important, is that finding your right sleeping hours. So science says that adults need between seven to eight hours, sometimes even seven to nine hours of sleep every night. I personally, or if I personally sleep seven to eight hours, I feel miserable the next day. I feel most awake after sleep in about six to six and a half hours. And for those where days where I sleep in, I need at least nine hours of sleep. Everything in between that time doesn't work for me at all. So make sure that you know when you feel best and stick to those hours. It can have a huge impact on your ability to concentrate and thus on your productivity. Tip number seven is stay healthy. That's another no-brainer. To manage a full-time job and a remote side hustle, you need to give your all. And that means that you need to be healthy, that your body and your mind need to be healthy. So sleep is only one of the aspects. You also need to make sure that you eat healthily, that you drink plenty of water, you exercise regularly, and you lower your stress levels. Meditation is a great idea for that. That will help you be more awake during the day and get better sleep, and your productivity will profit from it too. So if you've never tried it, give meditation a try. Tip number eight is use lost time. So throughout the day, we lose so much time while sitting around and waiting for someone or something. Just think about your daily commute to work on the train or traffic jams where you just sit around and wait or waiting at the doctor's office. Start using these times for your remote career. Either bring a laptop or work on your phone. You will be surprised what you can get done during those waiting times. Even if you only use the time or the queue in the supermarket to brainstorm ideas, the different environment can actually do wonders for your creativity. So make sure to try to at least try to use those times. And tip number nine is bring a notebook. So it doesn't matter if you bring a notebook or simply use your phone as one. Make sure that you always have something with you to write down ideas. In the beginning of your remote career, there will be many things going through your head every day. Things like, or things that you have to look up 
or things that you have to improve, new business ideas or strategies, risk or opportunities. And if you are like me, you will very likely forget those things after like 30 minutes or something. So make it a habit to write them down straight away and check those notes later on. All right. I think that's enough tips for today and these should keep you busy for quite a while. So let's quickly recap them. Tip number one is prepare your week. Tip number two is make food plans. Three, cut down on daily commutes. Four, extend your workday. Five, get up early. Six, find the right sleeping hours for your personal needs. Seven, stay healthy. Eight, use lost time during the day. And nine, bring a notebook. Again, this was part two of the mini-series. If you want to get more tips on how you can juggle a full-time job and start a remote career next to it, make sure to check out my last episode, episode number 26, and also check out the upcoming episode next week for more tips. I hope you've liked today's episode and found value in this quick tip. If so, I would very much appreciate if you could leave a review on your podcast platform and share it with your family or friends if you think that they'd find it helpful too. If you don't want to miss the next episode, make sure to subscribe to the Next Level Remote Podcast. As always, I put all of the products, services and websites that I've recommended in the show notes of this episode. Here you can also find tons of other information on remote work and the digital nomad lifestyle if you want to read more about it. Thanks so much again for listening and I wish you a wonderful day and speak to you next time.